Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 84 of the NXT Nightcap, recapping the highs and lows from WWE's developmental brand. I am your host and humble guide, Keela Cash. Thank you so much for joining me as week 136 of Receptopia continues. Happy Wednesday morning, afternoon, and evening to you all as another busy week in the worlds of WWE and AEW continues. And last night was NXT 2.0 going down live from the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. And this was the go-home show for Worlds Collide going down this Sunday at 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific only on Peacock and I thought this was a really strong go home show I'm going to kind of speed through the recap due to time but I just want to acknowledge that we had an NXT homecoming of some of the greatest NXT champions of all time telling their current champs repping NXT USA and NXT UK to win your matches on Sunday we got Tyler Bate getting a video message from Butch, a.k.a. Pete Dunn, saying you are representing British Strong Style. Don't let us down. Gunther, current Intercontinental Champion, shouts out Tyler Bate as well, saying you must bring honor to this championship. You must unify it against Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker gets a message from Finn fucking Balor. The crowd goes crazy for that. Ciampa drops by as well because he was the guy that was beat by Breaker as Breaker began his run as the top dog on NXT 2.0. We move on to the women's side of things. Mandy Rose gets a pep talk from the one and only Shayna Baszler, a dominant champion in NXT lore. And she tells her all that shit you said about being the best, it will mean nothing if you don't win this unification match on Sunday against Miko Satamora and Blair Davenport. Speaking of the legendary Miko Satamora, she runs into Alba Fire, formerly known as Kaylee Ray, as they had a battle over that title and Miko ended Alba Fire's historic run as NXT UK Women's Champion. Let's move on to the tag team titles, shall we? Nothing really happened there, unfortunately. There was no pep talk for Diamond Mind or for Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs, which was kind of jarring, but I digress on all of that. Then we move on to Blair Davenport getting a pep talk from... Rhea Ripley, and she knows I grabbed NXT UK and this brand by the balls and became a two-time NXT Women's Champion. So you got to do what you got to do for the brand for us. And I love the energy that everybody was bringing from the main roster to NXT. This felt like a big deal. And dare I say, this might be the end of NXT 2.0. This might be a rebirth post-Worlds Collide. This could be the return of the black and gold brand, the reimagining of what NXT 3.0 could be. It's going to be a great mesh of people from the UK and USA putting in great performances. And I would be remiss if I don't mention the end of the show because Carmelo Hayes was very upset that he was not a part of Worlds Collide with his A championship on the line, the North American title. And he says, I have beaten a black heart. I've gone through the swerve of it all and there is no dream that can get me. So he says, because nobody is on my level. Nobody below me can get to me. So therefore, I'm not going to be... Our worlds collide. I'm not going to take my talents to this show. I'm not defending my title. And that leads to the one and only Ricochet coming out. And they trade bars back and forth. And Melo talks about his title defenses. And Ricochet says, I'm here to give you a memorable title defense for a change. Something that people will actually remember from you and me. Trick Williams gets salty. He goes after Ricochet. And Ricochet lays him out with a kick. And he confronts. Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo goes for a springboard, but Melo misses when Ricochet hits the recoil on him in midair in a great spot as the crowd goes crazy for Ricochet as we have a hyped up North American championship on the line involving Ricochet versus Carmelo Hayes. That is going to be a certified banger. The things we were seeing in this match is going to be spectacular. Carmelo is very good. 
This could be a career-defining performance against a guy that is going to go all out. He is going to put on a show and do things we rarely see from him on the main roster. And that PC on Sunday afternoon is going to be rocking. It's an early start time. They're going to be hyped. It's going to be a special event that has not felt this way since a takeover last year. The last takeover with Gunther and Ilya Dragunov in an epic battle for the NXT UK Championship. We're getting flavors of that via this show on Sunday. Will it reach those levels? I don't know, but I see potential in Breaker versus Tyler Bate. That could be a career-defining match for Breaker, and he's had several of those this year alone. Tyler Bate, it speaks for itself in regards to his work on NXT UK and all of the takeovers in between. Then we get to the opening match of last night's show involving Apollo Crews versus Grayson Waller. Very good match. Apollo Crews is going to deliver a Mr. Dropkick to Grayson Waller, then do the Grayson Waller dance and do the shuffle to mock him. And this match takes a turning point when he is inadvertently scraped in the eye by Grayson Waller. Then I thought to myself, is he going after the precognitive eye, the psychic eye, the that's a wave and eye of Apollo Crews? And he goes on the outside and he's checked on by medical personnel as we go to picture and picture. We come back and Grayson Waller delivers that alley-oop elbow drop from the top rope for a new fall. Apollo recovers, goes for that flipping senton, but he is caught with a triangle by Grayson Waller at one point. And from there, Apollo Cruz makes a great comeback with several clotheslines, a press slam, a back body drop, and a blockbuster from the top rope as well. But once again, he gets snacked in the ropes by Grayson Waller. Grayson goes for that through the ropes cutter, and he is going to poke Apollo in the eye deliberately. It was a nice mid-hour spot. His to cutter for the win. A big victory for Grayson Waller by chicanery, but that's what heels do. They cheat when it counts most. So this feud must continue. Apollo Cruz looks good, but my concern is, is his psychic eye damaged from this attack? I simply do not know. I still don't like the fact that we know what he sees and the announcers talk about it. Grayson Waller discusses it as we break the fourth wall. I'm not a big fan of that. And there's hoping we're killing off this ankle via this eye injury. But as always, we shall see. Next up is the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Katana Chance and Caden Carter versus Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley representing Diamond Mine. And this match was fine. I thought it was a little bit rough in spots with Ivy Nile and Caden Carter, to be honest, very slow motiony in some ways, if that's a word. Things got a bit better with Tatum and Katana Chance trading offense for a bit as Tatum hits a setting moonsault on Katana for a near fall. But then we get distractions from toxic attractions, Gigi Dolan and Jesse Jane. As they distract Ivy now, they get her out of the ring and she chases them up the ramp. But unfortunately for her, Tatum Paxley is going to get hit with that assisted 450 splash by Katana Chance for the win. And after the match is over, Katana Chance and Caden Carter say we're the best tag team in NXT. We've beat them all. Who's next? And who's next is Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. The crowd pops for these returning stars who have not been on the black and gold brand in a very long time. And they were over with the Orlando crowd. And we will have Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. versus Katana Chance and Caden Carter for the NXT Women's Tag Team titles at Worlds Collide this Sunday on Peacock. That should be a very fun match. In a perfect world, I would love to see Piper Nevin and Nikki Cross get their names back as we rechristen NXT as 3.0 very soon. One can only hope, but it should be a very fun match between both teams come Sunday afternoon. Next up is a baffling segment involving Joe Gacy and the schisms, Rip Fowler and Jagger Reed. I don't care about this trio whatsoever. The moment Joe Gacy mentioned a schism tree, I was done. The crowd was done. They chanted, shut the hell up. Maybe they said, shut the fuck up. And they got bleeped by USA. And every time I look at Rip Fowler and Jagger Reed, all I can think of 
are orderlies working at Arkham Asylum. That's all I got. Cameron Grimes comes out because Joe Gacy wants to welcome him into their family. And Cameron turns him down saying, I don't need you. I just need me. I'm going to take myself to the moon. Y'all can go with that mess. So Joe Gacy tries to turn it around by saying, well, Cameron, you were the North American champion at one point, then lost to Carmelo Hayes. You lost to Von Breaker. And by doing so, you lost yourself. And we can help you. We can give you a home. And Cameron Grimes doesn't want to hear it. He walks away and says, well, look at you all alone. No championship, no family, and no father. And Cameron Grimes is pissed off. He charges after Joe Gacy. He fends off Fowler and Reed. And then we got Joe Gacy going for a hug. And Grimes is freaked out. He walks away. And that wraps up a very baffling and dumb segment. I do not care about this. This is the one thing from 2.0 that can go. It sucks. And I like Joe Gacy, but he just reminds me of a budget Kevin Owens and Bray Wyatt. And I am not here for it. So please reinvent whatever the hell this is going on on Tuesday nights. Next up is the NXT UK Tag Team Champions, Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs alongside Fallon Henley versus Pretty Deadly, Elton Prince, Kid Wilson, and Lash Legend in a six-person mixed tag team match, which was fine for the time they were given. Fallon Henley wipes out Pretty Deadly and Lash Legend with an assisted dive on the outside, courtesy of Jensen and Briggs. Briggs is a great powerhouse, just putting in that work against Pretty Deadly, but he's worked over by the heels for a stretch of this match until Brooks Jensen makes a hot tag, cleans house for a bit, but he loses his boot in the process. And that leads to some chicanery at ringside involving Gallus causing trouble. Security trying to break up the fight. Josh Briggs goes after Gallus. But Joe Coffey gets away and he hits Brooks Jensen with his boot, which allows Elton Prince to roll up Jensen for the win. And that is going to lead to a fatal four-way elimination match involving the NXT Tag Team Champions, the Creed Brothers, the NXT UK Champions, Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen, Gallus and Pretty Deadly. And this will be for the unified NXT Tag Team titles. Should be a very good match at Worlds Collide on Sunday. And next up is probably my favorite match of the night. It's Charlie Dempsey versus Andre Chase from Chase U. This was a great tentacle match. The grappling from both men was beautiful. The submissions by Charlie Dempsey was everything. And Andre's Chase is really good. He's a seasoned vet. And we don't see that very often on this show. His match against Giovanni Vinci opened my eyes to what he can be on this brand. Chase U is incredibly over as a fake university as we have Andre Chase doing that stomp. C-H-A-S-E-U. What does that spell? And we get the crowd participation. Then we get Charlie Dempsey being a little bit overzealous. And he's going to deliver a suplex to poor Bodie Hayward on the floor. But he gets caught with a grapevine cover by... Andre Chase, and that's an upset, but a very good one nonetheless, as Charlie Dempsey is going to find his footing on this show very soon as the son of the legendary William Regal. And I know that William feels some kind of way about his son making his national TV debut. It was a great debut. He's so gifted. He is going to be a star, and I wish him the very best on this brand and beyond in the years to come. And now it's time for Kiana James versus Zoe Stark. Kiana James is giving me glow and wow, early 2000s, but she is committed to this character and I respect her for it. But Zoe Stark says, I am no liability bitch. And she hits her with that modified flipping GTS, which is one of the sweetest moves in wrestling today for the win. Kiana tries to hit her with a loaded purse after the match is over until Nikita Lyons makes a save, who she's also had beef with in the past, goes for a spin kick, but Kiana James ducks. And this feud must continue in due time. And I'm here for 
for it as it gives the ladies something to do on Tuesday nights post Worlds Collide. And now it's time for the official in-ring wrestling main event involving the Creed Brothers, the reigning defending NXT Tag Team Champions, Damon Kip versus Gallus. And this match was beef-tacular. This was a match of just hosses going at it, throwing each other around with suplexes, deadlifting, and smashing people on the ground, whooping ass accordingly, and just having a fight. Damon Kip particularly had a nice moment in that match against Joe and Mark Coffey and giving Wolfgang a run for his money as well, until that damn Roderick Strong comes out with cell phone footage of some sort of say, I'm innocent. I didn't do anything wrong. But that distraction leads to poor Damon Kip eating a lariat from Joe Coffey as he loses, heading into Worlds Collide with Diamond Mine putting their belts on the line against Brooks Jensen, Josh Briggs, Gallus, and Pretty Deadly. One tag team will walk out with both sets of titles. My guess, I got Diamond Mine, but I can't say for sure because I do expect Roddy Strong to sabotage his team in the end. And we still need our pissing contest match between Julius Creed and Roddy at some point. 20-minute clinic on NXT. I would love to see it because these two guys would go out there and put on the show. And Julius will have by far the most important and best match of his career as a single star thus far as I see very bright things for his future. But we wrap up the in-ring portion of 2.0 with a big-ass brawl involving NXT UK and NXT USA. They're fighting. They're beefing. We got security trying to break things up. It is a great brawl heading into Worlds Collide, which might be a big statement show on Sunday. I feel like this is going to be a reset for NXT for the better. I predicted June of this year of this show being in a better place. I think I was right, but I think this sea change we're seeing heading into the one-year anniversary of 2.0 is going to amplify the change of better wrestling across the board with a strengthened brand that is going to be maybe a must-see show on Tuesday nights moving forward. And with that, this wraps up a pretty good NXT 2.0, a great go-home show for Worlds Collide on two weeks notice and I'm not gonna lie I felt some Forbidden Dora vibes last week because I felt like the show was very rushed with two weeks to go this week's build up was so much better due to those main roster cameo appearances from people they gotta hop on a plane to the UK for Clash of the Castle so these appearances meant so much in the last day to really cement the importance of NXT UK and NXT Black and Gold OG and whatever technicolor mess we got going on via this brand. But it's been a rough journey to get here. And I think we're going to get the best of both worlds when it's all said and done, as you're going to have a great, strong roster of future stars repping NXT Level Up this show and how that will eventually translate on the main roster as well. And on that note, this wraps up episode number 84 of the NXT Nightcap, recapping the highs and lows from WWE's developmental brand. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, you can follow me on social media at Lady Wrestling X on Twitter and or Instagram at WrestleTopia. They can find me tweeting and gramming about these podcasts shows that drop on this in my daily recapping Monday Night Raw, NXT 2.0, AEW Dynamite, Friday Night Smackdown on Fox, and AEW Rampage on TNT. You know what to do, search Wrestletopia and follow me on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Buzzsprout, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn plus Amazon Alexa, and Spotify. I'll be back tomorrow morning with episode number 79 of The Dynamite Effect, recapping the highs and lows from AEW Dynamite on TBS. Until then, enjoy your hump day, stay safe out there, and don't forget to wash those hands. See you later, boys and girls. Take care.